everybody. How are you all doing? I hope you all are doing well. Uh, thanks for joining me today. Uh, we're really excited about the cooler weather. It's nice in October to have temperatures in the 70s instead of the 90s, isn't it? <laughs> this morning there was a great big buck in our backyard and, and you could see, you know, you could see him breathing. You could see his breath. And so we knew it was cool outside this morning. Um, hey, I wanted to ask you a question. Have you ever heard of the song, I've Decided to Follow Jesus? I think most people have. The words go, uh, I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. The second verse, though none go with me, still I will follow. Though none go with me, still I will follow. Though none go with me, still I will follow. No turning back. No turning back. And the fourth verse is the world behind me, the cross before me. The world be behind me, the cross before me. The world behind me, the cross before me. No turning back. No turning back. You know, Christians love this song. We love to sing this song. We love to think about this song. And did you know there's so many versions of this song? There's traditional, there's uh, gospel versions, there's uh, rock versions, there's folk versions, there's acapella versions, and and they're all good, but each version um, tells about what our hearts yearn for. Our hearts yearn as Christians to follow Jesus. You know, the story of this hymn starts with a revival in Wales about 150 years ago. As a result of the revival, many people followed Jesus, and many became missionaries. And, and many missionaries came to um, the north, Northeast India to spread the gospel because of a revival in Wales. The region where they went was known as Assam, and it was comprised of hundreds of tribes who were primitive and aggressive, and they were headhunters, which is pretty scary, I would think. <laughs> and this group of missionaries came spreading the message of love and peace and hope in Jesus Christ. But as you can imagine, they were not received very well. Um, they weren't welcomed. One missionary succeeded in converting a man, his wife, and his two children. This, this family all accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior and made him the Lord of their life, repented of their sins. And that man's faith proved to be contagious and many of the villagers accepted Jesus Christ is their Lord and Savior. And the village chief was just infuriated and enraged, and he summoned all the villagers together. Then he called the family who were the first ones to convert to Christianity and had them, you know, required that they renounce their faith in Jesus in public, or they would face execution. And the man said, moved by the Holy Spirit, the man said, I have decided to follow Jesus. So the chief was just outraged at this man, and he ordered his archers to, to shoot the two children um, because the man would not renounce his faith in Jesus. And both boys, both, uh, both, he had two sons, both boys like dying on the ground. And the chief said, will you deny your faith now? You've lost both your children. You will lose your wife too. And the man replied, no, no one joins me. Still, I will follow. 
So the chief was just furious and, and, and outraged, and he orders the man's wife to be shot, too, with arrows. And so in just that moment of time, the wife and the two children, both were killed. They both stepped into eternity. And the chief asked the man for the last time, I'll give you one more opportunity to not deny your faith in Jesus Christ and live. In the face of death, this man said, the cross before me, the world behind me, no turning back. And he was shot to death with arrows like the rest of his family. But you know, an amazing thing happened. An amazing miracle took place. The chief who ordered the killings was so moved by the faith of this man that he wondered, you know, what in the world would make this man uh, let his wife and his two children die for a man that he had never known, a man who lived a couple thousand years prior, a man who uh, was came from a different continent. There must be something really remarkable and true about his faith. And he said, I want to know that kind of faith. And that man, that chief who killed, who ordered the killing of these three people, uh, declared his faith in Jesus Christ, put his faith in Jesus Christ. And because of the chief, now the whole village accepted Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior. So this account is pretty well known, but I got that account from uh, uh, Dr. Uh, Job, who is an, is called the Indian uh, Billy Graham. So he's from India and he knew this story well. So I want to ask you a question today. What does it mean to follow Jesus? You know, every Christian that I have known has had a desire to follow Jesus. He's their Lord and Savior and they want to follow him. But when it gets down to the nitty gritty, you know, where the rubber meets the road, uh, we often fall short of actually following him. And that's where we need God's strength, his help, his forgiveness, and his compassion. Because we, we need help in following the Lord. We need help in following a perfect Savior. So what does it really mean to follow Jesus? Do we really give it a lot of thought? You know, do we go before the Lord during the day and ask his direction and say, Lord, I want to follow you. I want to be like you. I want to do what you want me to do. You know, all we have to look, do is look in the New Testament. We can see so much in the New Testament about following Christ and what it means. Um, we can search phrases like follow, follow me, imitate, imitate the Lord, serve the Lord, obey the Lord, abide in the Lord, bearing fruit for the Lord. And we can see all the different ways that we are to follow Jesus. But, you know, we also see in the New Testament references to people who are not following Jesus and some of them are even Christians. They follow uh, people, you know, that are not following the Lord, are following deceiving spirits. The New Testament says shameful ways, cleverly invented stories. They follow Satan. They follow the corrupt desires of their sinful nature. They follow ungodly desires. They follow Balaam. Um, they follow their natural instincts instead of the Lord. So you think, oh, I want to be sure that I'm following Jesus and not doing any of these other things. You know, the best way that we can determine if we're following Jesus is by learning more about who Jesus is. His character, his attributes, his words, his actions. When we make Jesus our focus, we are inspired to be like him and to follow him. You know, Jesus is calling all of us as Christians to follow him. Let's look at Luke 5.27. Luke 5.27 in the NIV, it says, Jesus went out and saw a tax collector by the name of Levi sitting at his tax booth. 
Follow me, Jesus said to him. And Levi got up, left everything and followed him. And so we can see an instance here of Jesus calling someone to follow him and the man immediately followed Jesus. And that's what we're to do is immediately follow Jesus. So for the next few weeks, I'm going to talk about our precious Lord and Savior, what he's like and how we can follow him. You know, the best way we can follow him is really understand who he is, uh, what he's like, what his, uh, like I said before, what his attributes are, what his, uh, what he's thinking, what he's feeling, uh, just learn all about the Lord Jesus Christ so we can really follow him. You know, you've heard of groupies before. There's people that follow, um, certain leaders, certain, uh, cult leaders, certain movie stars, certain politicians. And the thing about that is when, Somebody is really following somebody. They become like him. You know, I watched a documentary about, I think it's called the ADLS, uh, or it might be ADLS, I guess it is. It's a branch of the Mormon church uh, that had become a cult uh, that was led by Warren Jeffs. And it's really odd that all the people started started to uh, end up looking like him and acting like him and they become like they became like their leader, and we see that with like Charles Manson. They all became like him, and uh, we also find that with good leaders and and, and uh, leaders that are uh, healthy. <laughs> and the best leader that we can follow and become like is Jesus Christ. Um, in John ten, verse eleven, it says, "I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep." A hired hand is not the shepherd who owns the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. When the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it, the man runs away because he is a hired hand and cares nothing about the sheep. And then Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. Just as the father knows me and I know the father, I lay down my life for the sheep. So Jesus is our good shepherd, wants us to follow him. But in being our shepherd, he cares about us. He has great love for us. He has great uh, oversight of us. And so we can, we can be so confident that the person that we're following, the God that we're following, Jesus Christ, is a good leader and we want to imitate him. We want to, we want to uh, be molded in his image. We want to uh, be able to have the world see Jesus Christ in us. So the next few weeks, I'm going to be talking about Jesus Christ and his wonderful, glorious attributes, and how uh, following him is gonna is will be such a blessing to you as a Christian, and be such a blessing to our Lord because that's what he wants. Is he wants followers? So <clears throat> check us out next week. I'm going to be talking about Jesus and and how we should be following him, and what a blessing that is. Um, and also encourage you to listen on Sunday mornings. Pastor Terry's teaching about prayer. Our prayer life is really important uh, because there are th things that we need to uh, ask the Lord for, believe the Lord for, and talk to the Lord about. So we need to understand some things about prayer. Uh, I will see you next week. God bless you, and you have a great week. Bye-bye.